Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Starting from today, I'm going to be sharing some great podcast episodes over the next few weeks that are perfect for the end of the school year, as well as helping you to get prepared for the next school year too. I know that these last few weeks can feel crazy, and you're trying to do all the things, and time is running out super fast. So let me try and take away some of that stress and make the end of the year a more pleasant experience for you. Today, I'm kickstarting the end of year podcast episodes with five ways that you can help your students transition to their new classroom for the next school year. Transitioning to a new classroom can look different for us in different schools. For example, in my previous school, students could stay in one class for four years before they move to the next class. And right now, I have students who stay one to two years before moving up. So sometimes you may not have a student transitioning for a few years. And then when it's time to transition, it's panic stations because you can't remember what you need to do or how best to get organised. Transitioning has become one of my strengths for sure. And I love being able to help other teachers and students have a positive experience with it too. So get comfy and let's get stuck into my five top tips. Tip number one is to get your visuals in order, ready to tell your student about going to a new classroom. For me personally, top of this list is always a social story. I like to get photos of their new classroom, the students they're going to be with, the staff they're going to be with, if they're going to have a specific work desk. And I like to include a rough routine of the day. For example, what time is their lunch? What time do they go outside to play? These timings may differ slightly to what the student is currently used to in your classroom. So it's a good idea to help them get prepared for this. Some other visuals that I like to make are flashcards of the staff and students who are going to be in the class, just so that we can use them with them as well. I've also made a staff hunt before, and we've gone on a hunt around the school to try and find the staff that they're going to be working with next year. This usually works best during playtime and being able to go onto the playground and find the different staff members. It's a great way to help your student get used to their new staff members and to be introduced to each other as well. I would also suggest making a visual for the new classroom, one that you can use as a visual prompt, as well as one that can fit on their visual schedule. You can find out more about that in tip number four. But first, let's do tip number two. Tip number two is to make sure that you have everything organised and ready to take with your student. If a student has been in your class for the last few years, chances are you've probably accumulated a lot of their stuff. First, make a list of the things that need to be taken to their new classroom. Then make a list of things that may need to be stored in the school for so many years, things like evidence. And then everything else can be sent home with the child. So some examples for each of these can be things to take to the new class are things like IEPs, information folders, healthcare plans, any specific tools that that individual may need. If they have spare clothes that are kept in the class and anything personal to them that will benefit being taken with them to their new classroom. Remember, 
You don't want to send over a massive box full of stuff that the teacher has to find room for. You just want to send the important stuff that they need for that student. Things that may need to be stored for evidence could be things like work evidence, IEP evidence, homeschool communication books, first aid reports, anything that may be needed for evidence for anything that could come up in the next few years. And every school has different policies for how long to keep these, so just be sure to find out what your school policy is and what it is that needs to be kept. And then things that could go home are just generally things you don't need to pass on and don't need to be kept for evidence. I like to send home photos of them that we've used on displays that aren't going to be needed anymore, any crafts they've made. I've also sent home personalised visuals that have been made for that student that maybe their new teacher no longer wants or maybe they're going to make new ones just in case their family would like to use these at home. Also, remember here, things like spare clothes, any toiletries or diapers they've sent in that they may need to take home with them, plates, bowls, cups, lunchboxes, jackets, rain boots, hats, scarves, anything the student has brought into school that doesn't need passing on should be going back home with them. Tip number three is probably my most popular one because every time I do this, I have a huge thank you from the new teacher and classroom staff because they genuinely find it that helpful. And that is a student cheat sheet. It's pretty much what it sounds like. You're going to make a one page cheat sheet about your student, include a photo of them, their name, age, diagnosis, and then information like their likes, dislikes, any medical information, and just any information that you think is important for the new classroom staff to know. This could be things like possible triggers, ways that they prefer to communicate, are they toilet trained, what do they respond to best or worst, how do they get to and from school, is there anything that they need to know about the student's family and home life. All of this information is probably second nature to you by now because you'll have been with the student for a little while, you've gotten to know them, their circumstances, their families, but it can be really hard when you have a new student and you're trying to learn all of this stuff for the first time. So giving a cheat sheet on your student to their new classroom staff is really going to help them better communicate and interact with your student, as well as provide the best experience for them and have better chances at building a strong relationship from the beginning. Tip number four is visit time. It actually blows my mind how many schools don't do this for their students. For us personally, we've always just communicated directly with the new teacher about when the student can visit the classroom for the day. The focus here isn't on making sure that all the staff and students for the new year are going to be there, but the chance for the student to have the opportunity to get to know the teacher, the classroom and what some of the expectations of them will be. For example, if their lunch is a different time, I'll send the student to have lunch with them once or maybe twice a week just so they get used to this. The same with outdoor playtime. I've sent the students out on field trips for their new class or to PE sessions so they can take part in those. I'll also invite the teacher or some new classroom staff into our classroom so the student can get familiar with those staff as well. When I start these visits, I always send a member of staff with the student, usually one that they have the best relationship with. This just helps things feel calmer for them, they're going to be more comfortable with someone they know and this will generally give them more confidence. 
Then, after more visits take place, I start to wean that staff member away slowly until the student is able to go on their own. Whole school transition mornings or full days are also great if these can be done because it means having the whole new class together so your student will get to see all their new classmates, the staff they're going to be with and this gives them a chance to get used to a new classroom setting. It can start off with maybe just a two-hour morning session, then maybe a two-hour afternoon session before attempting longer sessions like full days. And finally, Tip number five is to arrange an opportunity for the student's family to meet their new teacher and visit their classroom. If you have end of your evenings where families can come in to chat about your student, this is the perfect opportunity. You can invite the new teacher in and do a quick introduction and maybe even walk them around the new classroom. And this is best done after school, so nobody else is there. This is a great way to help to start building those teacher-family relationships before the start of the school year and it's perfect for helping to relieve any anxiety. Sometimes it's not the students who struggle with... Sometimes it's not the students who struggle with transition but their families, especially if they've gotten used to you and your classroom staff for the last three to four years. Suddenly having their child move class of all new staff, new classmates... That can really be overwhelming for parents and being able to have a chance to get to know the new teacher, the classroom and be able to ask questions can really be beneficial to help ease the anxiety. So those are my five best tips for ways that you can help transition students to their new classroom. Head over to the show notes where I'm going to link some more helpful end of year information and resources that I think you might like. If you have a spare few moments, please consider leaving a review on this podcast so others can find us and listen in too. I hope you were able to have some great takeaways from today's episode. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.